Hey everybody, welcome back to Visions, Veiled and Violent. Last episode, our band of intrepid heroes recovered from their close call with the Gooey Cube and the other minions of Vordred's Disciple. Exploring the underground tunnels in which they found themselves, the Zadis discovered two more children, townies who had likewise been kidnapped for sacrifice to the Dark Cult. While Jericho stood watch over the unconscious bodies of Adwali and more, Luthander and Nevitz found a way out of the underground complex, one which took them through the very site that Luthander had seen through the eyes of the Clockwork Hawk when he had first saw signs of the Duna Hadrian. Returning to the Carnivale with the rescued children and the unconscious bodies of their friends, the young Hanatas were welcomed by the troop leadership, who were happy to see that the Zadis had survived after hearing tale of them being swallowed by the sinkhole at the tattoo parlor. As we left our young heroes, they were just being introduced to a visiting town leader who was asking about the missing children, Lord Odin. Welcome back, and picking up where we left off, uh, the Zadis just returning victorious from their expedition to free children from the ruins of Vordred's Tower, return to the Carnival to find a number of guards from the nearby town of Nevermore there, escorting a local dignitary who has come to investigate the Carnival for himself and meet some of the so-called heroes that have been doing such interesting deeds throughout the, the past day. The past day where no one has gotten a long rest, as Moore is happy to point out. Nate, can you remind us who... I, I, I thought it was Kalnase and Kane. Cray. Sorry, Cray right. met us when we came out. And then who was actually interposing themselves between the dignitaries and the rest of the Carnivale? I don't remember what groups of Hanatas were doing what. So right now, the dignitaries had, had briefly met with some of the... the, the Older folks who are not in a leadership position, uh, but it is clear that the red-haired nobleman uh, dressed in finery is quite interested in speaking directly to you, as evidenced by his fixated look behind his glimmering green eyes as he scans from Nevitz to Adwale to Jericho to Lathander, and then a little bit longer of a look to more. Not the kind of look that uh, you'd expect a nobleman perhaps to, to give a, a young woman, but more the look of one predatory animal sniffing the territory of another. That's exactly the look I expect a noble to give a young Hanataz woman, but go on. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, he still gives a polite smile. Well, it is a true pleasure to be meeting these Heroes I've heard so much about. You have local priests singing your praises. I just had to come and see for myself and find out what marvelous thing you folk have been up to. Considering we all did sense motive on Kalnase and Cray because we just couldn't imagine anyone is nice anymore, can I do a sense motive on this guy to see if he's just completely evil or if I'm just paranoid? That is a completely fair roll to make. Give me an insight check on this gentleman. All right. Plus four on this. It's four. That's a good roll. No, it was a good bonus. It's not a good roll. It was a five on the die for an adjusted nine. Okay. Um, so you don't need a lot of insight in this case to sense that this person has the sort of smile that... There are smiles out there in the world that show warmth, show laughter, sometimes show nerves or show awkwardness. Uh, this one merely shows teeth. Okay. I think as he looks at, at me, uh, at, at Jericho, her eyes are like really, really wide, like deer in headlights, a little bit uncanny, you know? And uh, she repeats back, you people. And like there's like a little question mark above her head. She like rolls her eyes. He's, he, he raises his hand. Then he raises his hand. You can see again the ornate, strangely crafted ring uh, on his hand that does not appear of local make and, in, in fact, doesn't appear to be any sort of make familiar to you. He looks as pleased as... It may not seem to the same degree of separation, but my family has also been known as being outsiders here. And so, when I mean you people, I mean... No disrespect to the traveling ways of the Hanataz. It is not often that we get to host your colorful company here and always bring 
such interesting surprises to the town. So I hope I do not offend. I know the the priests you got a chance to meet with have rather old-fashioned views, especially when it comes to those who travel, those who see the world, and those who know things that are often unknown. I like to think I have a, a fair degree of sympathy for you. As he smiles in that same not very comforting smile. And just to confirm, this ring, we detected magic on it last time, and it was the necromantic ring, right? That is correct. Okay. Um, oh, sorry. I was just going to ask, do I recognize this guy? Because <laughs> he's obviously... Thank you for asking that question. Yeah. Because I, I was like, is this the voice in her head that no one else heard? Uh-huh. So, uh, no, you've you've never seen this guy before. Although he he does eerily match the description given to you by Dragoon the Ghost Dog. Oh wait, can we smell rotten eggs in Cologne? Uh, how close are you to him? Right up in there. <laughs> right up in the. I mean, I, no, I, I mean, I think because he's the shortest. Nevitz tends to be at the front of the group because otherwise he actually can't have conversations with people. He's just behind other people's knees if he's not in the front. So I I suspect I'm rather close. Fair enough. Give me a perception check to to take a a little sniff discreetly, perhaps. All right. Plus two. Two? Yeah, you're going to be fine. For an adjusted ten. Everything's everything's coming upon a Taz this episode. You can definitely smell the distinctive aroma of a a very expensive, very foreign cologne. This is someone who obviously has money to burn, and so he he smells surprisingly nice in contrast to the vast majority of people you happen to smell on a daily basis. But the cologne is strong enough that if there's any underlying smell, you can't pick it up. Lord Odal, I presume? He, he gives a little... Lad, I am deeply flattered, but I am a mere councilman. The the workings of lords and ladies are for our betters, I think. Uh, In in any case, um, we are very happy to be able to pass on to you these these young citizens who were captured by the uh, evil creatures below ground, which also kidnapped some of our our own uh, Unstas. I I hope that this allays any fears you have that there might have been some nefarious doings to do with the Carnivale. It was absolutely evil doings, apparently, below the Carnivale and uh, uh, the city itself, as it is. <laughs> oh, lad, you, you bring a smile to my face. Never once did it cross my mind that there was any nefarious dealings going on with the Carnivale. And he, he, he beckons for the children to, to come join him. And you see that the, the two little girls look at each other a little nervously before departing to go over to where the town guards are and... Smedley stays by Lathander's side. Does Smedley still have no t-shirt and a tattoo showing? That is correct. God. We have to meet that mother eventually, and I will not be standing next to Lathander when that happens. I'm uh, thinking and, of the uh, story now. Th- th- I'm sure you'll have a good one. Yeah. He does, uh, he gives another look over to Adwale. He looks up. You're an awfully big fella, aren't you? How did you come to these southern lands, my young friend. Well, quite simply, I have no clue. I was picked up by a traveling band of giants raised as their own, and I found my place here with the Blue Veil troop, from which I now call my traveling home. What a marvelous tale. Oh, I can see why the folk think of you as a hero. And he looks over to Lathander. You, sir, you... You strike me as a man of some capability. Have you, you've been here with the troop all your life? And uh, shaking a little bit. A while. A while. I mean, you know, a while can be you know, a goodly horse ride. A, a while can be a year. A while could be a squat in a chamber pot. But what what constitutes a while with you, my friend? Just a while. Just. a Playing your cards close to your chest. A man after my own heart. He looks over to, to Jericho. Ah, oh, but you other three, you've got a, a whiff of magic to you, don't you? He 
his little theatrical like sniff to the air like I'm not I know it's an old wives tale that someone can can smell the everflow but you you three strike me as a cut of a slightly different cloth than your fine friends tell me colorful one how did you come here who's he gesturing to Jericho Jericho looking at him here she shrugs and just text above appears above her head this is home been here forever home forever two words that people throw around a lot sentimental types and yet can mean so many different things can't they one and my wee friend it's you you're one with practiced magic aren't you you've got a trick or two up your sleeve i reckon formal training lad or just a knack for it nevitz uh looks up so he allows his um his spectacles to slide down slightly on the bridge of his nose and so when he looks up you you no longer see the blue tint of his glasses and with pupilless eyes he looks up at uh, this redheaded fellow and he just says i was born hanataz and my family has trained me in the arts since birth and he pushes he pushes the glasses back up on his head, which make his pupils go a little bit more blue, or the the whites of his eyes go a little bit more blue and hide his uh, his blood touched state. That I can certainly admire. I mean, must be nice to have be born into a gift. Yes, I mean, certainly preferable to having to earn it or purchase it or steal it. The gift is being born into a family who takes care not only of themselves, but of all those who walk in their wake. <laughs> Much like an elected official who puts the needs of all of his or her constituents before themselves. But I trust I don't need to tell anyone of an elected office that burden. Oh, oh trust me, my wee friend. My family feels much the same way. And then he looks over to more. Sorry, Lassid. This will come across improper, and I don't mean it to. But I can't help but shake the feeling that you and I have met somewhere before. Um, I think I would remember someone such as yourself, so I think you're mistaking me with someone else. Ah, yes, yes, yes. I mean, obviously, there's no way. (sighs) There's no way, although... Just... I feel like a friend of mine was telling me about you. Telling me that uh, you have a knack for seeing things, you know? The sort of things that most other folk just don't notice. Sir, it may be that when we went to collect the money from the Tent of Pleasures, you espied us. Maybe you were over there earlier in the week. <laughs> oh, oh, I'm, I'm sorry, lad, you I can't tell if you mean a jest. I mean, one of you is dressed as a clown, but... Jester. One oh, of us is dressed yes. as a jester. Of course, of course. Um, I can't tell if you're pulling me leg, but... If you don't mean to, I, I assure you... What pleasures I take, don't take from... Tents. But, at any rate, I... I just wanted to... Come over and... Look, you fine young folk in the eye, since after all, it's so rare to hear about heroes, and heroes are just something you you ought to know about, especially if you're a, a man of some responsibility and authority. You know, it's a hero types, when they come around, best keep your eye on them, you know? Can I? I'm, I'm looking at the other people that are with him, one by one. Can I just see if do they look unusually scared or anything unusual I can sense from Sure. Uh, give me an insight roll, please. What is perception? That's still plus five, that's alright. Eighteen. Alright. When you look around, the guards seem mostly bored. Uh, they seem like they're not really sure even why they're here. They seem to be almost irritated that 
They were dragged out here by some pompous official to go mucking around with Hanata's folks. So they are just, as far as you can tell, quite eager to be done with this and move on. Oddly, though, it doesn't seem that the nobleman here pays any real mind to the guards. He himself has no weapon, bears no armor. Uh, He's either supremely confident in his own safety or is simply nonchalant about self-defense. I wanted to, uh, during his whole spiel of getting to know us, wanted to inside check on what his end goal was for getting to, like, asking that line of questioning. Uh, Can you repeat that again, Cody? I didn't pick it up. Uh, I wanted to get an inside check on what the end goal was for the line of questioning he had for us. Yeah, sure. See if you can see what Adwala's insight is looking like right now. All right. Because he's he's not paying much mind to Adwala and Lathander. Uh, he really seems most interested in talking to Jericho, Nevitz, and Moore, and especially to Moore. 18 on the insight check. 18 on the insight check. So, Adwala, you sense that... On one hand, this person is trying his best to pry information out of the group. For what end, you can't quite tell, but he clearly has some subtext to the questions that he's trying to to tug at an answer that he doesn't want to ask a question outright. But you also can't escape the sense that he's also toying with you a bit, uh, that he knows something that he has not yet unveiled that perhaps made him feel that he has a significant advantage in the parlay. Adewale will take a um, noticeable step forward. You have the missing children now. I assume all business that you may have with us is over. Well, business and business are two different things, my large friend. I would say that certainly we, we owe you a great deal of gratitude for the many heroic things you've done today. After all, if, if you hadn't done them, who knows what would have happened. But, after all, I I don't simply come here to yank your chain and make everyone uncomfortable with some muckety-muck from the town stomping around your, your fine and colorful carnival. So, what I'd like to extend... It's a little... Is your exit, please. I do not so just feel... So just so out of all I know, there's 20 guards around you. They will beat you down if you talk back to this guy. Knowing his brother and just knowing Ade's instinct is to bow up on someone, uh, Nevitz kind of puts a, a soothing hand, hopefully, on the probably the lower thigh, maybe upper thigh, depending on how much I'm reaching, uh, just to calm Adwale down maybe sensing the uh, the odds around us. We, can I ask if we're surrounded as well? Or they're kind of fanned out next to you? So you're not quite surrounded. They're in, they're in sort of like a, a lazy semicircle. It would not take much for them to surround you if it turned into an, an all-out fight. The guards don't look like they're ready for a brawl, but they outnumber you by a fair margin. They're armed and armored, and none of you are in particularly great shape at the moment. Nobleman Odal, would you not speak with our elders, the, the leaders of the Blue Veil Troop? I think we could arrange for a discussion between the entire council and uh, our own uh, elder council if that might improve the relations between the Hanatas of the Blue Veil Troop and the leadership of Nevermore. I don't know that a bunch of young teens can speak with any sense of authority to improve relations. Oh, you know, I hope that one day you get a chance to, to write down these lovely japes of yours, my little friend. I have no intention of coming down here to make a big scene of things or to negotiate some high diplomacy. Just a man's curiosity about recent events and so many unusual things happening and a chance to extend my gratitude as best I can. In fact, I'm happy to soon be on my way as... As I understand, and he looks around to the, the various 
carts getting ready for the, the departure of the Carnival. I understand that you won't be coming back to the town of Nevermore for quite some time, so don't wish to tarry your departure in the slightest. But I do offer a gift. Um, Jericho Pipe kind of perks up when you guys are talking. Strange goings on. And then above her head appears the text. Mother Silvenza could tell you quite a bit about that. You should speak with her. And he sees the text flaming above Jericho's head. Oh, Mother Silvenza, is that the name of your seer, perhaps? Jericho nods. Oh, you know, it's marvelous, isn't it, the the famed power of the Hanatas to peer into the future itself and foresee all sorts of wheels and woes along your road. So necessary, I imagine, for a life on the road when there are so many unexpected dangers. Pity, of course, about all those troops who've seemed to have lost their seers of late. Terrible, terrible business, especially this time of year. But it's good to know that yours is hale and hearty, heading into this darkest of seasons. At, at any rate, before I forget my manners here, and he he has a uh, a little wooden box wrapped in this elaborate gold-embroidered purple ribbon. Just a little a little token of gratitude. A puzzle box. I, I hope that... I hope it amuses you half as much as it amused me. If you find out what's inside of it, I imagine that it'll be rather fun surprise for you. I'm gonna... Moore's gonna do something uncharacteristic. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Tell me more. I'm tired of this man. Um, she's gonna go to reach for the puzzle box. Okay. And... She's going to brush over his hand, specifically where the ring is. And I, Moore isn't convinced she has the sight. She doesn't know how it works. She doesn't want it. But she's cursing every god out there in her mind and just holding on to her last shred of sanity that maybe by brushing against this, you know, necromantic ring, some vision, some prophecy, something will come of it. Okay. So, Moore, as you, you step forward and... You go to take the puzzle box, and when you you touch the ring, it almost feels like your eyeballs have reset themselves for a moment. That well, all your vision goes black, and when it comes back into focus, you're standing there holding this puzzle box in, in both hands, but all the campground around you is empty. Just... Mud, wheel tracks, everything abandoned and broken down, some fresh snow falling from the sky, and otherwise being completely empty and barren. Save for the figure about three arms lengths away from you, standing, staring directly at you, that looks like a perfectly midnight black silhouette cut out of a man. And as he looks you in the eye more, he reaches out with this one just negative-shaped hand as he growls, I tire of your interference, girl. The apprentice is not to be meddled with. And more, if you would please uh, give me a constitution saving throw. I thought it was going to be a wisdom save. I wasn't expecting constitution save. It is a constitution save. 11. Plus? No, no. 11. (laughs) It's 8 plus 3. (laughs) Oh, no. So that was the, the, what's the total, please? Is? 11. 11 was the total. 11 was was the total. Ooh, okay. Oh, no. No, 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 this is fine. fine. Um, I take my long rest and I wake up. And you take your long you rest and you wake up. Yes, I you wake are. up with more hit points than ever before. <laughs> You're doing great. Night um, assuring it's fine means that it's, it's really bad. Fine. Yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, do me a favor and roll a d8. Oh, God. <sighs> Let's see. Are you an eight? Yeah, you're an eight. Okay. That's a two. A two. How many hit points do you have right now? Oh, gosh. Uh, ten. Oh, yeah. You're fine, then. When you blink, and you blink hard, like you blink so hard that it almost feels like you're, you're pressing in on your own eyes as you blink. And you open your eyes again. You're standing there in the field with everybody else around you, holding the puzzle box. 
but it feels like someone pushed their fingers directly against your heart. You take two damage. Ooh, I don't like that. Oh, yeah. You know, I know one thing about puzzle boxes. Um, you know, Clive Baker has informed me about not messing with those things. So, maybe we shouldn't. <laughs> I think Nevitz looks up to the redheaded nobleman. And I think he has a, at this point, a very serious. I don't. Normally, Nevitz tends to pick up on reactions from people close to him. So he might have noticed some kind of a flicker from Moore. Well, let's ask more. Moore, what is. Is there any. Is there a physical response to having a, a an undead necromancer press on your heart? I mean, <laughs> yes. I think Moore, she immediately. She's like, her hands are probably like still against his and she just kind of after like the deep blink she just goes immediately pale and knowing that this Lord Odal he's playing games with us she's trying to pull herself together as best as she can without like being obvious so she just starts nervously laughing like I love puzzles and just grabs it the puzzle box and is like shakingly taking steps away from the Lord not meeting his eyes. Okay, so I, I imagine Nevitz would notice yeah. that. <laughs> I think I, I think Nevitz would... I mean, Moore doesn't giggle. So, yes. Uh, so I think Nevitz would kind of sidestep just to place himself between Lord Odal and Moore as she's stepping back, probably behind uh, the rest of the party. And I think he has a serious look and he just looks up to Odal and says, Nobleman Odal, Believe councilman, I, please, again. Councilman. Lad, I, you flatter me greatly, but if you met my family, you'd know we have not a drop of noble blood in our veins. Believe me when I tell you, no matter any um, sparring we might have done verbally, there are no japes in anything that I've said. It's a common assertion against the Hanitas, but I, I don't have irony nor abiding humor in me as an instinct. Whatever exchanges we've had have been completely honest, if veiled. And I assure you in no uncertain terms that we are very happy to have spent this time in Nevermore. And the Blue Veil Troop is very happy that we were able to rescue these citizens and bring them back to the populace. And we are also likewise very happy to leave Nevermore as we have found it and to go about our way. And you will have no problems with any of us. That said... If there is to be any kind of diplomacy between the Blue Veil Troop and Nevermore, again, without Jape, I do recommend that it be amongst the Bonduran Council who speaks for us. At the end of the day, we are but young members of this troop. And while we have definitely wrestled with a great many dangers that pose a threat to both the citizens of Nevermore and the Blue Veil Troop, we are not the decision makers. And we are not the ones who make guiding decisions on how we interact with the world around us. We are loyal soldiers when it comes to the goings-on of the Blue Veil Troop. But at the end of the day, we are but the footmen. And I do not believe that you speaking to us is on equal terms, as it were. Oh, lad. For a man who says he has no japes, you sure have a knack for making me laugh. I'm shocked, given your eloquence, that you don't speak for your people. But rest assured, I don't expect any more trouble from the Blue Veil Troop or any of your Hanata's people in Nevermore, ever. Trouble? I like look at him like, what do, you, what do you mean by that? Oh, just referring back to your, your wee little friend's assurance that there's going to be no harm coming from the troop to Nevermore and... There are few things in this world that I am more certain of than that the Blue Veil Troop will not write much in the history of this town. But that's fine. I wish you a safe travels on your day, and we will make sure these children are reunited with their smiling families and spread warm tales of your deeds. After all, heroes ought to be remembered. And yes. 
Uh, Moore's gonna put a shaky hand on Nevitz because she doesn't want him to talk to this guy any longer. She's got a lot of information to tell everybody and we need to get away from this crazy man. Um, so she puts a shaky hand on his shoulder and is like, Thank you so much, your lordship. We must be Not going. lord, not lord. I assure you. Then we... Uh, tired. You saving heroes. Rest. <laughs> oh, yes, of course. I mean... Given all you've done this day, I think you deserve a a very, very long rest. Yes, we do. Um, a pleasure. And she's just gonna try to, if Navitz will let her, um, pull him away and start walking away. Yeah. Navitz nah. will start backing, backing yeah. back. And as the more. as the crowd starts to depart, you know, Odal is about to to turn away when he notices that he has the two girls with them, but the but the Smedley hasn't moved. He turns, looks to Smedley, and says. Come, lad. Let's let's get you back to your mother. I'm sure she's she's quite worried about you, given the excitement of the day. And Smedley puts his fist into his hips and says, "You can suck my nards. I'm Hanatov now." <laughs> um, you'll you'll forgive the 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 young the young lad. He has a very um, strong liking to the the traveler way and we will return him to his mother ourselves and we will we will remake his acquaintance and see you can see for a moment for the for the briefest moment that uh, that odal's very placid self-assured mask flickers and in that instant you know in your heart of hearts if there were no witnesses he would murder Smedley on the spot. Instead, he, he slowly smiles again and says, well, if I can't trust heroes to reunite a lad with his mother, then who can I? He gives a little smile to Smedley like, you are a rascal, aren't you? And you see Smedley like just face scrunched up like he really wants to make a rude gesture. But instead he just kind of hides behind Lathander's leg. I'm going to give Smedley a little fist bump. He fist bumped I'm, back. <laughs> I'm giving that kid a dagger because I know that's what he really wants. He wants a dagger so bad. And, uh, um, with, a, with a lingering look, Odal meets the eyes of this troop one more time before he and the town guards gather up the two girls and, and head back on their way in the trail north. Spedley, I believe yes. we need to get. I believe we need to get you back to your mother. At the end of the day, even heroes need to rest eventually. And the rest of well, us, well, I believe... Hold on a second. Are, are you with your mother? In fact, I plan on the rest of us going to our grandmother to well, yeah, but, let her know but, about but what you said, you said mother. And he looks to, looks to Adwale. Do you have a mother? For all I know, she's dead. See? Lathander, with your mom. He's been dead a long time. And he looks to Jericho. How about you? I have no idea. He looks to more. Eh? Don't even. Kid, watch it. See? Like, come on, I don't need to go see my mom. Hanatons don't have moms. You have each other. That's what makes the Hanatons so great. I got a sweet Hanatons tattoo. Nevitz looks at Luthander. Luthander gets down on his knee, (laughs) one knee. He's like, Smedley, family, really important. So important. We're each other's family. But your mother will be absolutely terrified if you don't go back. We all need to rest. Better place to rest than our fa- with our families. So that's what we, we plan to do tonight. Uh, we can talk again later. But it's important to get some rest. And that's when, uh, when Lathander feels a hand on his shoulder and a, a, a woman's voice say, that's exactly right. That is the kind of deep thoughtfulness that is why Lathander is such a great member of our troop and why you should really listen to and respect him because of all the guys my age, he is by far the most <laughs> mature and thoughtful and just like, just wow. Just, that was, and she gives you a little, shoulder a little squeeze. That was, that was great. That was so good. Exactly what we needed to hear. And, and you see Smedley look a little confused like, What's going on? Why, why does everyone seem so awkward now? Something I said? 
It's not Mate, use medley. Like, how we- are you so good at that? Awkward teenage mm. thing. Oh. Oh. Smedley. He looks up to Adwali. Yes! Uh, I'll sit down cross-legged and look at him in the eyes. You say you admire heroes. Yeah, heroes are the best, especially Lysander. Lysander's is the best of the heroes. No offense. Yeah, 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 you're yeah, super yeah. cool. Like, yep. you're you're cool. Uh, the you know, Jericho's cool. Morth cool. Lysander's the best. He, look, he looks over to Nevitz. He's like, he's just like, eh. Yes, but in my travels along the continents, I have learned that the you best You to travel heroes, the continent? That sounds awesome. Oh, God, you guys. Man, you guys I've barely traveled down the forward. street. Moore's like, wow, could you guys make this anywhere? Like, is there something I have to sign? Like, do I need to, like, ooh, do I need to get, like, a scar? Or do, like, a like a bloody handshake? Or is there, like, a ritual where I join the Hanatav? Do I have to change religion? Because I didn't play, pay attention heroes, to the temple anyway. The best heroes take care of their family. Take care of their mothers, their fathers, their brothers, their sisters, their cousins, their uncles, their aunties. Name, name one hero that took care of his mother. Name one. I'm going to tap, tap Smedley on the shoulder and like... Oh, God, not anymore. Put my hand out and on, on my hand extracts, stretches this little text. It's like, your mother is knows everything about how to join the Hanatas. You, you should go to her. You should go to her and she'll tell you. Get some good rest. Ask her about it. You'll learn. Ooh, all right. Uh, Jericho, give me a deception roll for that, please. See if you can trick Smedley into running back to his mom. Oh, please, succeed. This better succeed. Ooh, that's a 19. Uh, 19. Plus whatever. I don't oh, know, plus. Is, that, is that good? Oh, yeah, so uh, so, so Smedley, he reads the text. You see him scrunching up. It, it takes him a while to read. He's, he's not not very well read. Uh, but as, he, as, as, as he's reading this, his lips moving, you see his eyes widen, like his expression bright, and you think, oh, man, he's been holding on to me the whole time? Like, like all right, don't, don't anybody go anywhere. I'm gonna be right back as he as he books it shirtless down this, the trail back towards the town Nevermore. I am so glad that worked out because I went through my cantrips and the only one that really spoke to me was Firebolt. I was like, that's not gonna solve this problem, or or that could definitely solve the problem. Depends on uh, depends on perspective, Stephen. Oh, I was gonna traumatize that kid. I don't uh, want to charbroil a child. I don't. Think. I could dig a hole. <laughs> so. Wait. They're all gone, and to include our our friends, number one fan is all gone. Yeah, you you momentarily have a respite from being bombarded by information. Well, you say that, uh, but Nevitz can't take his eyes off of the puzzle box in Moore's hand. Yeah, just give it to the halfling. And Noticing don't. this, yeah, no, she's going to hold on to it tighter to her chest, and she's going to say, no, listen to me very carefully. That lord, whatever, man... He has necromancy crawling out the wazoo all over him. He smells, and that dragoon, that's him. That's that's the man. And and I had one of my things. I was like, oh, you know more? Maybe maybe you should use whatever it is that has been thrusted upon you for good. So why don't you touch the creepy ring and see what happens? And I did. And guess what happened? I felt something touch my heart. And, you know, want to harm me. And, oh, not to mention, that's probably the necromancy apprentice that we've been talking about for so long. I think that's him. And so if we open this puzzle box, what do you think is going to be inside of it? Probably the end of the world. More, more. The options are the puzzle box or Mother Sylvenza. You notice he didn't want to talk to Mother Sylvenza. I think that's pretty suspect. (sighs) He didn't want to talk to anyone of I'm wondering whether he's killing the children. Probably. He's killing everybody. He has body parts in his home. He's going to mount them. Are we going to to see Mother Sylvenza or are we going to open the puzzle box more? Mother Sylvenza. Okay, let's go. And Nevitz wants to make a beeline because he's actually freaking out after that veiled threat about killing other seers and other troops. Okay, okay. Uh, So... The group of you makes a beeline straight for the Sirius's tent. And there you can see the, the small gathering there of, of folks who are helping Mother Sylvenza to 
move the the crystal ball table and some chairs and other stuff out of the tent to prepare to break it down. And as she she sees you arrive, she you know, waves her weathered hand and oh yes, the children. I I want to apologize for for being cross with you earlier. I was having horrible headaches and feeling bad things in the air about people meaning us ill will, but apparently just some disturbance in the Zionthu is a, a mishap. The visions aren't always correct. So I, I want to I want to apologize first and foremost for anything I said and made you feel that I wasn't valuing your thoughts and opinion. It was only the worries of an, an old woman. You, from what I hear, have, have done marvelous things today. Can I insight? Is this actually Mother Solenza? Yeah. <laughs> there's no, there's no trust left in the character. No, I no. trust. You've nothing. destroyed all of our trust in the world. Man, and the fans, poof! In the, the course of a single in-game day, uh, it's it's Mother Solenza. There's no. Yeah. Uh, Nevitz goes directly to the table with the crystal ball, and he picks up the crystal ball and he brings it to be in front of uh, Mother Solenza. Mother, your trepidations were not unfounded. I firmly believe that there is a, and he looks to more, a very strong necromancer who has folks working on his behalf, who means to bring evil into the world and means to destroy the Blue Veil troop if we get in its way. I believe Odal is part of this evil plan to come at us. And more importantly, I feel there is more than a veiled threat that he would bring ill to you and to any Hanatas who have the ability to see into the future. And Nevitech actually looks around. He's kind of fearful. He, he's looking for Vezzi because like he just, I mean, losing Mother Silvenza is bad, but like the, the thought of someone coming after Vezzi like is even worse. And he just holds it up and says, I know that some dark wardings prevented you from seeing in a thought of what Odal was trying to say or do before, but I need you to try again, please, if you can. I believe he has ill intentions for us, and I do not believe he will allow our troop to leave here without bringing wreck and ruin upon us. Uh, while you're at that, uh, give me a perception check real quick. Oh, boy, oh, boy, oh, boy, oh, boy. I think perception is okay. Oh, boy, oh, boy, oh, boy. It'll be fine. Uh, I have full faith right. and confidence in you. A 19 on the die for a 21. Uh, so as you glance around, uh, you see no sign of Vezzy. Okay, was she near us when we were talking to Lord Odal? She was. Let's go. I think Nevitz almost drops a crystal ball and I think he probably absentmindedly hands it to Grandmother Silvenza and he just looks to the rest of the party and says, where is Vezzi? Man. And uh, like I'm, I'm, I was having my first lean on my stuff in a long time. Finally <laughs> relaxing. It's thank, not quite the long thanks rest. Thanks for getting that, that in more, there. <laughs> it's, not, it's not quite the long rest of more. Um, but I just kind of slumped against the stuff. That we we got to find her. That Odal guy is anywhere near her. She is in real, real danger. Mother Sylvanza, can't you just use, like, your eyes, your vision, whatever, to find her? We've had a long day. And she uh, she gives Moral a, a look, kind of like, are you kidding me, look? But she <laughs> takes the, the crystal ball. Says, <laughs> you don't want to go there with more right now. No. The sight does not work precisely that way, my child, but I will strive to use what power I hand to, to, to see where young Vezzi might be. Luthander's like getting panicked now as well. Like, the, this whole thing he's not been doing so well. Uh, shaking probably would have seen him shaking uh, as he was answering uh, and now he's really starting to look slightly And then uh, you see the Why old woman takes the crystal ball in both hands and her her eyes briefly roll back in her head as she sort of mumbles to herself and then her eyes snap back forward and she says Bezzy is at the tent of sweets getting humber nuts okay okay that checks out 
go check. I'm, and Luthand is starting to mumble something about the vile desolation. She's not lying or anything like that, right? Claire Sylvanza? I mean, not. I mean, not that you can tell. There's no trust left. No <laughs> trust left. Mission, mission accomplished, Nate. We we don't trust the world. It's hurtful. That's hurtful. But I will. I will also own that. I will own that mm. as the game master for ruining your trust. Although, if there's anyone you should blame for ruining your trust, it is the writers at GooeyCube.com for writing this module with so many twists and turns. If you'd like to find out more of the devilish mysteries at my disposal, you'll go to GooeyCube.com and purchase one of their fine products. Uh, I, I, so Nevit, I think Nevitz is in the same boat as Luthander, though. Like, even though Mother Savanta said she's at the uh, stand of sweets, uh, yep. whatever, the cart of sweets, uh, at this point, Nevitz just wants to go, like, straight there and just confirm. And, like, he just wants to make sure that... And he's also freaking out because he's afraid to have Mother Sylvenza leave his sight. Like, Nevitz is just like a bundle of nerves, barely holding it together right now. Understandable. Understandable. How, how uh, so far who, are the Humbanuts? Is anybody <laughs> going to the, 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 is anyone going over to the Wagon of Sweets to yes. go check on Vezzy? Ne- Nevitz is going there immediately. Nevitz going. Okay. Anybody else going? Yeah, with More staying put. More, stay, more staying put. Get uh, Lathander going, Jericho going. What's Adwali doing? With the body. Uh, has questions for Mother Salvenza. Okay. Split the party. Oh, so, Classic move. Hey, you know go. what? That's <laughs> right. You're accomplishing Perfectly. twice as much. <laughs> accomplishing twice as much. Um, so, you know, Mother Salvenza just kind of, you know, blinks in surprise as the, the three Zotties go stamping off towards the north, towards the, the Wagon of Sweets, while she looks back to Adwali and Moore. Was there something I could assist with? Mother Salvenza. Yes, my child. I have questions about my past before I came here with Nevitz. I don't know much, but a conversation today had me thinking about it. There's no way to look at the past, correct? The past is hidden to us through the mists. I've, I figured as much. My little brother's worried about you. I'm gonna stick around for a little bit. Oh, I, I appreciate that. Would you? Do you have any questions about your future? There are at the, a young lady you have your eye on. Is there a, there is some some endeavor you wish to try? A place you wish to travel to? Perhaps I can peer through the veil of time and see a vision for you. You've done so much for us. It is the least I can. Well, since you do ask, uh, I don't know if I've ever told you, Mother, but before I joined the Blue Veil Troop, I was looking for people, uh, my family, per se. I have no clue where I come from and no clue of how I came to be. Is, is it possible if I could find some kind of clue? And then he takes, uh, Adewale takes off his a heart-shaped ring that's blue and green and uh, holds it forward towards, or downwards, I guess, technically, towards Mother Salvenza. Uh, this is the only thing that I have from my past, from before I joined the Blue Veil Troop, before the Giants. Is it possible to know if there's any life connected to this ring? So she very gently takes the ring as she puts one hand in the crystal ball. You see her again, her, her eyes go back as she mumbles something. And she see her, her mouth go slack for a moment before she looks up and, and gently hands the ring back to Wallet. You will find an answer. There's a town not far down the road, hidden away in the swamp. There's one there who knows what you seek. Adwali's brown furrows a little bit, and then he knelt it down in his immaculate memory with his immaculate brains, with his immaculate muscles. <laughs> Swamp, you say. Not what, I, not what I was expecting, but an answer, a clue, nonetheless. Thank you, Mother. Thank you. Oh. Just the least I can do. Now, as she's having this vision, Lathander, J- 
Jericho and Nevitz run up to the, the Wagner Suites, and you see there that the, they're breaking down for the day with the last of the local customers departing. And they, they see Vezi there turning in a, a coin that you're not quite sure how she managed to get her, her hands on. You get a, a fresh bag of Humber Nuts that she is now greedily stuffing into her mouth as she looks over to with a little bit of like, like, oh, why do you look so uh, flustered over there in your direction? Vezi, we've just come from Mother Sylvenza, uh, and prior to that, I don't know how much you saw, but we were in conversation with Lord Odal, who, <laughs> who we believe is a demon, necromancer. Um, is there any way you can focus your vision on what might be in the future as a result of the actions of Lord Odal? Oh, yeah, I, I could try that. Don't ask for money, just, just please do the vision. Oh, yeah, sure. Okay. Um, vision, vision, vision. And she balls up her little fists as she, like, closes her eyes and squeezes them shut. Vision, 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 vision. vision. And, and as she's doing this, you hear a, a voice call out, Hey! There you are! I've been looking all over for you! As a, a blue-skinned woman wearing a, a cocked pirate hat on her head walks up, uh, strides directly towards Lathander, and is like, ah, I was worried you were going to run off before I could get it back. Hey, uh, you have my box? And that's roll pause for the session. Uh, Damn. <laughs> Let's not get distracted. Remember. So much for that. And just as we're about to if find we, something out. If, the, if the, we don't if we don't acknowledge the pirate, we get to the end of the joke. No, if we go yeah. on a side quest before we get a long rest, I'm gonna lose my shit. You're never gonna rest. Just own it. <laughs> hey everybody. Thanks for joining us on Visions, Veiled and Violent, a D&D actual play of Gooey Cube's Darkest Dream Adventure from the Red Star Rising campaign. Check out all their amazing content at gooeycube.com. Also, a special thank you to Tabletop Audio for providing the fantastic music that accompanied this episode. If you enjoyed what you heard today, please like, rate, and subscribe to us wherever you get your podcasts. And, if you can, help us out by supporting us at Patreon. Remember, you don't know the burden others have carried to arrive at your gaming table, so be kind. Safe travels until next week when we return to Visions, Veiled and Violent.